Well, hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. Yes, it is season three and it's episode 16. Not like season three, episode 15, which I forgot to change the intro. I apologize. That's my fault. It's been a busy day at work for me. But as always, I'm your host, James Graham. Um, as you'll see alongside me over on this side, and I got it right first time, is the Very lovely nice. Daniel Wise. How are you doing? James, I'm doing all right. You know, we just had Fourth uh, of July weekend. You so did. What did you get have, up to? Oh, uh, just about as America as as you can get it. So um, I barbecue? ended up can I guess? barbecue. Um, so yeah, I'm guessing you had barbecue. You had fireworks and firearms. <laughs> firearms, and I'm imagining plenty of booze. Yes. Uh, not sure. on my part. No? Uh, it was a very hot weekend, and I am not one who likes to drink on just sweltering hot days. Okay. It's actually, uh, you know what, probably a good thing I didn't do a whole lot of that because I did get a little bit of heat exhaustion at uh, one point on Sunday. Oh, so had to had to tap out for a hot second, but um, got back in there, you know, enjoyed the fireworks, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we we got up to some some stuff. Uh, I spent it with uh, my girlfriend's uh, parents at, at her family's place, a uh, little town uh, about an hour east of where I'm at. Um, yeah. And we had a we had a great, great time. So, yeah, it was it was a great weekend. Um, nice. You, how, how's the how was the, um, you know, uh, where am I being incredulous at the colonies day for you? I mean, my 4th of July, what did I do? Not a lot, really. I sent a tweet out saying, happy 4th of July. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, that. Which I do mean, happy 4th of July uh, last weekend. Um, I spent it really trying to recover from my second COVID jab. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously, um, last week, uh, I just had it that evening. And Friday, spent the day trying to lift my arm up like I did when I had the first one. And it was it was a bit sore. Yeah. Um, got to Saturday. That was me. I was wiped out. Completely wiped out. I was just... It, I was not pleasant. I was ill. I was headachey. I was fluey. My body just ached all over. And it was like that for the full day. Not like the first time where I recovered about three-ish in the afternoon and I was absolutely fine it was for the full day got to the next day and I was starting to feel a bit better very breathless which was very strange um but got through the day and was fine again um bit strange and if that's anything like what COVID is like I do not wish it on anyone right it's horrendous so um yeah let's 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 not have people have COVID because it's just not a pleasant thing in the slightest but aside from that you yeah. got a supreme jolt of happiness I, I mean uh, yeah a, a day or two ago um I, I don't it, know what, what, what are you talking about I mean is it still coming home yes yes it is coming home um it's fantastic what a game edge of your seat stuff yes we deserved a penalty it was a very soft penalty but we need we deserved that and um yeah it's coming out i can't wait i can't wait for sunday it's going to be fantastic oh what a joyous lovely evening spent it with my wife we cheered like mad i did some fist pumps i was 
just doing all of this. <laughs> War My England show with Peter Crouch on the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what an absolute brilliant evening. I can't argue with that in the slightest. So, yeah, um, it was fantastic. Um, now, are you, worried, are you worried about Italy? Are you... Yes, oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Italy, uh, a fantastic team. Let's... let's not pull any punches on this. They've unbeaten since 2018. Um, so it's going to be a difficult game. But in the semi-final against Spain, they showed their weaknesses in that game. Spain had some clear-cut opportunities and they mm-hmm. showed that Italy can be beaten. Yes, they didn't beat them, but they took them to penalties. And Spain, to me, didn't look the greatest of sides in that game. They... Yeah were wasteful the passing was brilliant there was times when Italy dominated it was yeah for me it's a game that we can win and I'm really looking forward to Sunday's going around my mates he's cooking us a curry he's got the beers yeah. in the fridge already um I can't wait it's just and a, the word on the street is if England win there might well be what we have over here called a bank holiday the following day which means everyone who doesn't work in retail Gets a day off. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Just to spell, just to, sorry, not to spell, just to spend a day recovering from that and celebrate it's coming home. It would be fantastic. Um, I just want to point out, we've had a fair few comments already come through on the YouTube chat. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether they're potentially related to you, Daniel, but Graham ah. and Weston? Yes. Yes. They, um, they're my nephews uh coming oh. in checking out the show so graham yeah. has uh just put in fry and um oh. and from the from the get from what i'm guessing what western's but is i'm it looks like a fried egg yeah no there there's it's a it's a joke that we don't have a lot of time to get into um <laughs> okay I can, I can maybe get you uh sort of offline about that but <laughs> Oh, ban them, ban them now. That's, that's all I can say. <laughs> no, no um, we're not banning them. Subscri- no. Right. I'm just going to do a little graphic up on screen for those of you who are watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please give this uh, video a like, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell to keep in touch with all the latest episodes. Um, but in all honesty, we've had another comment as well, an actual proper comment uh, from my good friend Stu, just saying, of course, it's a Peter Crowd shirt. Hashtag, it's coming home. It's coming yeah. on. 2021. Honestly, it's the first final in my lifetime that England have been in. I just cannot believe that we actually did it. It was... It didn't sink in straight away. I, I was a bit like, did, did that happen? I, w- I was expecting to be a bit emotional and things like that, but no, nothing happened. And I was just like, we, we made a final? Yeah. What I, I can imagine Sunday is going to be unreal. Uh, oh, in yeah. whatever happens, it's going to be a tearful experience. Yeah, it's going to be yes. it's going to be tearful. Whether they're tears of joy or tears of sadness, that's to be decided yet. But yes, there will be tears. Um, my mate who's um, hosting um, a couple of us rounds, um, socially distanced and everything, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already said he's going to be crying on Sunday no matter what happens and he's he's not a man who will admit to crying that often so for him to say that that's uh it, it shows how much this game means to this nation we've had 15 16 months of 
unhappiness really and depression and just this whole COVID saga to the team to come together to have this whole nation have something to get behind and enjoy and bring bring us together it's just it's something that we've really needed and it's potentially a 90,000 sellout it's going to be the first full capacity um final um, since covid began in this country it's gonna be insane that atmosphere is i mean last night it absolutely rocked but this sunday if it is full ninety thousand, it's just i it's gonna be unreal it's just gonna be loud this is probably the the best chance this team has i mean you know since since those uh you know great like star teams of like the late 90s early 2000s yeah, the golden ball um, era exactly um this is probably the best chance they have and especially with how you know a lot of those young players have been brought up and and they've really flourished yeah. uh just just since the early 2010s uh luke shaw and oh. and uh um uh, harry kane you know those players that have yeah. really grown up through the system um yeah it's gonna be they de- they deserve it they really do yeah. so yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to sunday um another a couple of comments are coming through so keep them coming in we will um try and answer any questions on live on the show so whether you're watching on twitter uh twitch or on youtube please send those questions in questions in live um but yeah a couple of comments uh cool swagger 110 just done a nice happy smiley face i'll, I'll yeah. take that yeah because we're all very happy this episode um is called can you believe it because it has been a week of can you believe it it's just been a fantastic week both for us over here in england mm-hmm. and for dc united as well because we will get into that but um and just before we do get into score prediction league um Stu's just said he's not convinced it wasn't all a dream sunday's going to be one hell of an, an event regardless of the results 100 percent, or as you'd like to say daniel five thousand percent yes <laughs> um, um. Speaking of five thousand percent, so yes. you know we 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 have some news to get into uh, oh, with the team. A yeah. L- lot of good things to get into yes. this week, definitely. Um, espe- before- especially with my Mister Five Thousand Ola yes. Kamara. Definitely. Before we do, let's get into that score prediction league, just to give you guys out there that little update. Well, let's put it this way: not much has changed. We both got one point each because we both got the. Re- the result correct. Um, I was trying to think of the right word to say that, but yes, we both got the result correct of DC beating Toronto. It wasn't difficult. Uh, but if you put our score lines together, we got the right result. Because I predicted 3 1, you predicted 4 0, put them together, 7 1. And that was what the result was. So, <laughs> hey, we, we got a right between us. Yes. And, and so, that, that's, what, that's, that's what matters. We, we, yeah. we, we felt it coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's let's get into the news um, that of like this last week. There's been a lot happened in the last seven days. It's crazy how much has happened. So um, if you see me look over, that means I'm looking over to my show notes. Um, but um, last night, um, I'll kick it off there. The Capital Cup, as um, if you don't know, is a tournament that's just recently been announced. It was meant to be between four teams, but uh, Puebla had to pull out due to COVID reasons, so it is a three-team event. Um, but we did play, um, I'm just going to use the initials LDA, 
last night. I'm not even going to attempt to say their name because I will get it wrong and it will embarrass everyone. A um, very good Costa Rican club uh, won the 2020 Apertura. So uh, yeah. good quality team coming yeah. through. And we won it with a lovely Felipe Martins free kick. It was, a, it was very cheeky. I think that's what Dave Johnson called it. It was cheeky. Um, it was, I'm surprised they didn't do what every other team on the planet was doing and stuck a man on the ground behind the wall because that mm-hmm. seems to be what every single team's doing at the moment. Um, but Felipe saw that. It's just drilled. Well, I wouldn't say drilled. He passed it underneath. Um, I think the keeper could have done better with that one, I will say. I mean, he dived and didn't really stretch his arms out. But yeah. you know what? It was a it was our B team, and mm-hmm. we beat them one nil. It was a it was a good result. Shame it wasn't being streamed over here and wasn't streamed on the website. It was on NBC's Washington. So yeah. if you were able to tune in, I hope you enjoyed the game. Um, any thoughts on that, Daniel? No, uh, you know I did not. I was not able to catch it either. Um, I was, no, of, of course, yeah, because you're in. South Dakota or something like well, that, aren't you? Well, it, it, you know, I, I'm not sure. I actually didn't check uh, if it was something that was on ESPN Plus. No? Uh, no. But I, you know, I'm not sure. But other, you know, uh, regardless, I I had um, family stuff going on last night. Okay. Um, so you know, kind of depended on you know getting the recap from it. But yeah, yeah uh, you know, some Loudon guys got uh, some good minutes and. You know, I think this is one of those things where, uh, and over this stretch of this uh, Capital Cup, uh, Mm. Lasada is really going to have to focus on sharpening, you know, some of these, you know, mid-level guys or or outlier reserve guys and try to really sharpen them up. This is, uh, I I think it's great that this is happening, Um, you know having having this sort of bye week it's going to shake up you know how things look uh on the eastern conference but Hmm. you know you know it's not necessarily a break Uh, i think you know definitely some of the top level guys are are getting that break um but this is a great opportunity to look at you know some of the other players and you know improve sort of their game sense uh and and just see how this system stacks up uh, against some you know sort of uh different teams so yeah Yeah. no it's it's a great competition and you know it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out yeah, definitely. Um, I think there was a tweet that came out just actually before we went live um, from Jason Anderson um, of Black and Red United, who's saying that uh, it looks like Lasada is going to be picking a full strength lineup for this weekend. So that's going yeah, to be interesting. Interesting to see how well we do that, and it just shows how how important actually this Capital Cup is to us, and how seriously we're actually taking it. So it mm-hmm. means that the main team will get good valuable minutes it means that they're not going to lose any match sharpness they're playing a decent team there's not really anything you can argue with it is there no um so yeah you know good sort of keeping keeping the sharpness going uh until we take on uh philadelphia on the 17th yes absolutely or at the 18th in my in my land um anyway time zone differences gotta love it yes um (laughs) Before we talk about the Toronto stuff, let's just go over some of the other bits in the news. So, um, on the last show, we we did um, get to announce that uh, the points. Who's points? Who the hell is points? That's a weird way of saying pines. Anyway, Donovan Pines. I think that's where I was going. I just confused the two together. 
So uh, Donovan Pines and Ariola were called up to the US men's national team for the Gold Cup. However, yeah. Nyman and Paredes afterwards got told that they get to train with the team before the Gold Cup begins. So that gives them valuable experience on a senior level um, yeah. to see what it takes to play at that top level. So, totally deserved. And and yeah. I think that's a, a great opportunity uh, for Paredes uh, to get that experience, especially yeah. from a uh, whole range of players who are getting experience uh, mm. over in Europe or, you know, are, are really playing well over here in the States uh, to get a whole lot of different perspectives and, and be able to see how a lot of these different players play. Uh, that's yeah. going to be valuable uh, to him. And, and especially Nyman as well. Uh, another guy who, you know, I like, like I've, I've said before is developmentally, like he is on a great track. Uh, his yeah. potential is incredible. And so again, yeah, for him, you know, same thing. It's, it's probably getting a chance to, pick brains and and you know observe other players and and really take a lot of things home from that yeah definitely um other things that have happened recently um and this is kind of a today one actually uh the transfer rumor of uh yeah we've got reported interest in tigers midfield so a league mx team tigers uh jordan sierra so uh correct me ecuadorian isn't he Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ecuadorian midfielder Jordan Sierra. 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 God, I'm Sierra. really bad with my <laughs> pronunciations this evening. Um, he, according to transfer market, he's valued at 1.5 million euros. Um, so, and he's a central midfielder who can play in defensive midfield, central midfield, or as an attacking midfielder. Um, 24 years old. Yep. Um, He's played, I think it was over 120 times um, in his uh, career. So I, it's a difficult one because I've not obviously been able to have a chance to look at his stats in detail or anything like that. But Yeah, with, with Tigris, uh, you yeah. know, he's he's had 11 appearances, two starts with them. Um, you know, uh, Black and Red United, they... Uh, had covered this and they found a hmm. sort of YouTube sizzle reel. Uh, okay. So yeah. yes, uh, Jordan Sierra, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this, it, I would, I would kind of go for someone either uh, on, on the defensive uh, backline side or, you know, again, I think someone, you know, and, and we'll get into this, but a, a an actual target man, <laughs> um, for what? this team, Olakamara's not talking, man. <laughs> so you know, and and maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Kamara is is on an upswing, and and maybe I'll be eating my words at some point here. But five thousand percent, five thousand percent. We'll see. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, this team needs depth for sure, yeah. especially with uh, some of the injury uh, issues they've had this year. Uh, and and to be honest, a lot of those midfield players, they're young guys. Yeah. And um, I, I think in a way you want to get more veteran leadership or, or veteran experience in there um, because because it comes down to decision making. Yes. And I've talked about this with Paredes. Some of his decision making just uh, is is a little little off. Uh, he, he's very intense. It's great to see him get after it. Uh, but, you know, once he gets into that attacking third, um 
there's just not a, a ton of game sense there. And then, you yeah. know, like we've said, you know, that's something that develops over time. And yeah. so, yeah, no, I, yeah. If he's someone who can uh, bring a lot of creativity and uh, prowess to the midfield, uh, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, other things that we've had uh, happen. Uh, so we signed a homegrown to a contract that is Jeremy Goray. Yeah. Yes, I finally got. I would. I would. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So that that's good news. I can't imagine he'd be playing any time this season for DC United. I think. It, I think he's just straight back into Loudon. But it's good to see that we are signing more homegrowns. The youth academy is doing its job. The pathway to yeah. pro project is doing absolute great wonders for the club. Long may that continue. The Man um, Atlantic is a fantastic little hotbed of soccer talent um there's really just really good uh, academies around the maryland and virginia uh, yeah. areas so yeah it's it's great seeing them build that pipeline definitely um other bits of news i just I thought i'd work out looked at the table when i was looking at the previews and the reviews and all that jazz for today uh dc united we've won as many games this year as we already as we did in the entire of 2020 Lasada ball at its finest. Boy, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it, this season's definitely going to be improvement on last season. There's in, no, there's in no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've uh, already improved in terms of on the pitch stuff. We're improving off the pitch with the yeah. uh, the new uh, front. Well, um, technical staff. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a shout out to um, oh, what's his name. Uh, the new chief uh, scout of uh, DC United. He's now followed me on Twitter. Oh, very nice. Yes, uh, Sean Howe. Um, I don't know whether there's any uh, relation to Eddie Howe. That would be fantastic if he is. <laughs> Eddie Howe's Bournemouth. Well, it's no longer Eddie Howe's Bournemouth anymore. Mm-hmm. It's Jonathan Woodgate's Bournemouth, and that's a that sad sight. Actually, I don't think he's, he's contracts right now as well. He's not being renewed, so it's nobody's Bournemouth anymore. Um, I'm going off topic. Anyway, moving on. Um... Ola Kamara, our favourite striker, um, is leading the way in MLS um, for minutes per goal. <laughs> Somehow, he's doing it. He's doing a job for us. And if that stays the way, same way at the end of the season, granted, if he doesn't play again, it will stay the same. But if he plays more games and he still keeps banging in the goals, if he gets to double figures, I think we'll, we'll both be pleased about that, won't we? For sure. I mean, look, that that's... Uh, yeah. It's so early in the season. I like I, we're barely a third of the way through. I was just saying that. I, I said I think I don't think a third is early in the season anymore. We're getting into the meat of the season. We're getting to into me, the meat pie now. To be truly honest, I, I I'd say we're at the uh you know we're at the peas right now. Oh, we have, have we have we not got through we've, to the crust we've yet? Taken, we've taken we've taken a sip of the coffee. Uh, no, we we I, 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 I sip of the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes um you know but but the bangers and mash that is that is you know Don't. that has the, has this bangers and mash got gravy on it <laughs> well, well we'll have to see uh no, once yeah. we reach uh you know probably that you know mid to late august that is <laughs> very much where you get to me where you get into the meat of the the season especially yeah. in dc uh where it gets hot and, and it it's gets like tough. i'm gonna quote you on here it's 
It's like a soup. A Campbell's tomato soup. <laughs> yeah, and and that that is really like where you know the team has to like hunker down, get some wins. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's great that they've gotten some early wins here. Uh, but you know, to be honest, you know, yes, it's great seeing them, you know, dominate so well against Toronto, yeah. dominate uh, Miami, you know, in both the first game and the return leg. Uh, but I mean, l- let's talk about Columbus. Let's talk about mm. San Jose or San Diego. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, y- those were uh, games where we got summarily torched. Mm. And those are those are good teams. And this is what I've said from the start. Like, you know, yes, we can beat the bottom feeders, uh, but we got to get something against, you know, those teams who are towards the top of the table. And like we we haven't really even scratched into the uh, depth of of the Western Conference. You look at the split between the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference and the quality of of just points that teams are getting over there. it's it's scary yeah and uh, you look i mean especially you look at the sounders uh who are playing just fantastic football out there uh la galaxy and chicharito who's having Mm. a a great resurgence uh or you know not not even a resurgence but like you know it's it's he's really found his stride in mls this year yeah um it's it's uh it's gonna be scary once those teams start coming to dc or or we go to them um it's yeah those are the games that are going to measure this team. I'm going to I'm going to counter that um, what you've just said there, and just say okay. with those games that you've just mentioned, that that was early, very early on in the season, because mm-hmm. um, we've been playing, we've played into Miami twice. Um, yeah. We were unlucky against Montreal. We ju- we tied nil. We should have we should have won that game. We've won a couple of games as well, um, but those games that were early on. One, Lasada is started play hadn't quite fully bedded in yet. It's still not fully bedded in. But two, yeah. we had a major injury crisis as well, so we True. couldn't put a full strength team out. I think when it comes to these types of games coming forward, we're going to be in a much better position. We've got the likes of Bill back, who wasn't in mm-hmm. those games. Uh, Bonebaum's just come back um, in this Capital Cup tournament, so he's going to be looking to get his match sharpness up and getting some minutes under his belt. We've got a fully strength defence. The midfielders coming back. Flores is due to play again this weekend. Yeah. Um, we've got strikers. We've got Roberta, who's now on, who's scored two and two. We're we're on this upward trend right now, and this is a good. It's a good time to play these teams because we're, we're going to be a bit more confident. We've got the team. We're in the right place. It's going to be a good test to actually see where we are first and foremost. most yeah but if we do end up beaten we're going to really start climbing up this conference and start getting towards the top and people are going to be very surprised and, and actually take us seriously for what a great team we actually are so yeah. i i think going forward i i it's going to be difficult for me to see who's really going to start beating us um convincingly i don't yeah. think any team right now can beat us convincingly. I don't see a San Jose or San Diego, San, the San Diego um, Rockies or whatever we're going to call them, um, beating us by the three or four goals. I can't see that. Um, I just don't. 
we are playing so much better now than what we yeah. did at the start of the season. I just think we're in the this lovely place where we've just come off a record-breaking win. Yeah. Confidence is really, really high. I mean, I don't know whether that's also England doing some disillusion to me and just <laughs> me going on cloud nine right now. I don't know, but, you know, we're in a really good place and I think we're we're going to be going into each game knowing we can outscore the opponent. And and I'll I will totally give you that. And and to be honest, you know it's it's interesting um, seeing the turnaround that Toronto had after uh, their game against us, pulling out a really gritty three to two win against uh, the Revs. The uh, the conference leaders, New England Revs. Let's let's and, and remind people of that. Fantastic turnaround. And I mean, man. Um, but, Let's uh, let's just you know sort of pause for a second and reflect on the bullet we just about or that we did yeah. dodge, uh, because the the fact is the offer was on the table to Chris Armas. Yes, and th- it was there. We were about ten yards from the finish line on that, but Chris wanted more, and so the deal fell yeah. through, and the team went for Lasada. This very well could have been. Chris Armas is DC United. Uh, At this point, I mean, we, it would be, uh, we would have a very different tone uh, to this podcast at this point. I don't don't think I'll be doing the podcast. (laughs) That's so, um, you know, it's, it's wild seeing that. Um, So yeah, Toronto could be very well a different team going forward. Oh, no doubt about that. You look at what Armas Armas did uh, to Toronto. You look at the fact that he throws out um, Josie yeah. Altador, which yeah. doesn't matter which way you look at it, he can score goals. Yeah. Um, and it's something that obviously Toronto just have missed. Is well, apart from Ayo Akinola, who's an absolute great player, what a find he is. Yeah. Um, they need that, and they need that target man up top. And it's just Armas just doesn't know what. <laughs> Not to slag him off or anything because I don't like to do that. Um, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, um, and that's and it comes across, and that's the second time he, after a DC United match he's been sacked, um, which is kind of great. It's uh, I know um, Stu was saying um, in our uh, little WhatsApp group we got between us um, that he's going to need therapy soon. Uh, whenever he sees DC United, he's going it, to need some kind of therapy. It's a shame. Um, and it's so- not a shame. It's not a shame. Come on, Daniel. <laughs> no, I, I feel for that. And, and that, you know, uh, for anyone who's sort of like in that managerial career, it's uh, soccer is uh, a vicious um, mm. sport. And, and yeah. you know, it, a lot of these coaches, if they don't produce, like they're, they're out um, ASAP. So, you know, I guess all in all, what I'm trying to say, and I'll, I'll kind of call back to earlier in the season when I started talking about the lunch pails, and the hard hats. Oh, God, uh, yes. This is, you know, regardless of how great that win against Toronto was, uh, this team can't get complacent. They can't, um, they can't really revel in that too much because no. uh, coming up, you know, they're going to be, they're going to face a really tough uh, Philadelphia team um, at Subaru yeah. Park in Philly, yeah. in Chester. So, uh, and, and, as it's known, you know, when you go to Philly, uh, you find out. So this is a, this is a team yeah. that that needs to, uh, you know, sort of respect, uh, 
the the dynamics uh, yeah. of what's going to happen this season. And, you know, uh, not, not, you know, and, and I think that's something that Lasada is probably instilling in them. It, you know, I think he's really bringing in that culture shift of, yeah. Hey, win, winning's great, but um, you're not going to get that every week. And so I think the players will come in with the right mindset. Definitely. Um, this is just a little reminder. If you've got any questions, please put them in the chat. Uh, we will answer them live on the show. Um, or if you're listening to this after the fact, um, just keep an eye out. Um, uh, there is a link that we do have where you can send in your questions or feel free just to uh, DM me at DC United Kingdom. Um, let's get on to that review of that record-breaking game. Yeah. So um, I'll run through the stats um, as I always do. So obviously we won seven one. It's the most mm. goals we've ever scored in a game. Um we've done six a couple of times, but we've never scored the seven. It was just a fantastic game. After England had won four nil, it was just eleven goals in one evening. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with that. Um Well it was it was, you know, the highest uh you know uh goals scored in an MLS game. Um, and, and it was also, uh, where it had the most or most goals scored by different players. Yes. There was seven different players. So there was no, no one got a brace or anything like that. And that's the first time that's ever happened for that amount of goals. So, and that's in over 6,000 games. So that's, that's pretty wild. The, the odds of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of possession, we beat them on that 52 to 48% possession. Uh, shots we got 21 they got 6 on target we had 9 they had 3 uh, both keepers made 2 saves uh, fouls pretty even 13 to 14 but the expected goals um, which is a little bit of a shock for me this one uh, we were on 2.8 uh, to actually we were on 1.8 that, that shocked me quite a lot um, That they were on 1.8 I don't really remember any other sort of clear chances that they had to score my i don't know well you know i would go i would say you know sort of leading up to that i don't we felt very confident going into that i felt very confident about dc's ability to to score goals on that yes. game oh, but yeah. coming into that dc only had 10 goals on the season it's true yeah 10 goals in 11 games so it was it was not great it's very unlisada like yeah uh, some would say if you if anyone looks at his uh, track record, he's normally a, a guy who likes to have 10-goal games where he had a 5-5. We're still yet to have that, but a 7-1 goes a long way towards it. Yes. Um, and then just other things. Right? This, the game was dedicated to uh, Big Rob, um, as it rightly should have been. We yeah. loved seeing the T4 in, in the stands as well. So great work by all the support groups to put that together. Um, and yes, Kobe still sucks. I loved that. I loved seeing that. That was fantastic. Um, if you don't know the uh, backstory to that, go and go and Google it. Go and search for it. It is a fantastic little story. Um, I, I I don't I can't remember hearing Dave Johnson saying it's in the net so many times. It was just it was yeah. such a glorious evening and oh. It's I do I want to talk through the goals and but there's so many, um, but the first one, Kevin Paredes, within yeah. ninety seconds I think it was within seventy seconds, mm-hmm. we're one nil up, um, 
that cross, I think it was Nahahu, put the ball across the across the goal. Um, lovely dummy, Paredes, yeah. fires it into the top corner. Um, how much celebrating did you do when you saw that? I, you know, so that's the funny thing. Um, I had this game going at my girlfriend's place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was funny because people would kind of come in in and out. There was like 70 people at her place over the weekend. How many? So, like 70 people. It was kind of like a what? Live, uh, family reunion type of thing. Flip neck. Fair it was play. a lot. Uh, yeah. So, so people were coming in and out. Um, but, uh she and i think her sister uh stopped by uh to check it out and and we were watching and we were kind of it was kind of nuts seeing those early goals uh paredes and and roberta coming in and just absolutely lighting a fire in those early minutes um so i i was like you know hey you know this is this is soccer right here so it was it was uh fantastic seeing that happen um and that, that ball by Moreno through to Roberta, it was yes. just sublime. Um, yeah. Absolutely beautiful uh, through ball. And Roberta just calm as you like, bottom corner, job done. Mm-hmm. That own goal, though, that own goal, that was quite funny. I, I no laughed way. quite a lot when I saw that ricochet <laughs> off his uh, rear end. Yes. <laughs> and it trickles into the bottom of the net. It was just like... Bono in goal, um, yep. doing his best Bono impression, um, playing in goal. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, it was honestly, it was just horrendous. Well, yeah, you just going through um, the the ticker of this. It's just, uh, you know, it's wild seeing all of those DC United goals. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, now. Toronto did come uh, in the 39th minute, and they did score yeah. that one as we were up 3-1. Um, that Heinzeich ball out a, was a bit... Yeah. It was not great. That was a mo- momentary... Judgment. Yeah, exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth on that one. Um, and that's what happens sometimes. And this is, this yeah. is why I'm very much hammering um, home the point that, like, no complacency, don't get a big yeah. head, because that's what can happen in, in any time... Uh, you sort of leave an opening like that, you know, especially if you get those early goals. Yeah. Early goals are sort of the worst, you know, you get that early uh, lead, um, anything can happen at that point. Yeah, you can, you can get a little bit complacent and then suddenly one goal comes back, then another one. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're like, and, and the whole mentality of the game completely shifts. Yes. Uh, and those are just things to really watch out for especially as you play better teams uh, throughout the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, second half-wise, I'm trying to remember the order of the goals. Uh, and if I Who can... was the first one in the second half? Remind me. Um, was that, the, was I, that I, Areola? I, I want to say yes. Because that, again, that was, um, that was a nice little through ball. Um, and in typical Areola fashion, he, he hammers it home yeah um into the bottom corner that was a that was a very very good finish yep then i think was it Assad after that it was uh kamara after oh, that was the kamara uh, one oh that yeah was ball through to him yes oh my word very good yeah that i mean 
it wasn't just a, a just a hammer. It. He's seen him clear, and he's just belted it. It was the curl on the ball as well, with the inside of his boot. It was yeah. just beautifully curled round, and and then Kamara and, and showed his strength. He really did, and and that is if he can keep showing that uh, yeah. in, in the next games. Like I, I'll I'll completely take that back. You know, yeah. and and you know, he, yeah, you know, totally. Uh, yeah. And then after him uh, was that was the uh, Assad one. Assad in, that in the that was a great header. Yes, because you saw the ball. Yes, it had a little deflection uh, from the cross by Ariola. Yep. But the way Assad had to shift and then just go go back on himself and then hit yes. it. That's a really difficult thing to do. Really difficult. Uh, and he had solid power on that. Yeah. So, you know, credit to him. Uh, another player who just, you know, has had a really tough time uh, finding his his stride with the team this season. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, those are things that I think, you know, yes, should build confidence. Um, and, and hopefully he takes that in and sort of finds that spark in yes. the coming games. Uh, and then to sort of shore it up in the 90th minute, a uh, little goal to the youngster. Yes, Griffin yeah. Cow. Scored yeah. against Toronto two seasons in a row yeah. at home. <laughs> and, that, and to be fair, I mean, the first goal he scored, his first MLS goal, that was a great volley that he scored. But this yeah. one for me was better because of the angle that he scored it from. Yeah. I mean, he was free on goal. He had all the time in the world, bless him. So he had time to pick a spot. But again, and, and the angle was just funny, so tight. Funny how this happened because it was a, an assist from Ola. Oh, oh, and he Ola. Was right there in the six yard box and uh, slotted it right in there. So, yeah, no, uh, the, the, I'm glad, you know, it's a, it's better late than never that like this team is is showing that, okay, you know, they can show some attacking prowess. Yes. Uh, it was a very bad team. Um, but hopefully this shows that like in that, those live game scenarios, uh, they can find those opportunities to link up, you know, further down the line here. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I just could not believe when that final whistle went, I was like seven, one. I started, cause I do, I don't know if you don't follow me on um, on socials or anything. Well, fair play for getting onto the show, but um, you'll see the graphics that I do for half time, full times, and things like that. I was running out of room. I had to go onto another line to get to get the next lot of scorers, and I was just like, "This." Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to do this. I'm over the moon to do this, and if this <laughs> keeps going, I would like to make it a permanent fixture. Um, but I don't. I mean, if we can got another seven seven goals in a game, that would blow my mind. But we we got it once. We've got to be grateful for it. It was fantastic. Yeah. Let's revel in the glory of it. We got. I mean, Chris Armas got sacked um, for a sixth defeat in a row. The Ryan yeah. was on the wall really for him anyway. Um, whether we beat them one nil or seven one, I think he was going to get sacked if he got beat. Um, but oh, what a win! Um, One thing we... to point out, though, oh, and, and yeah. I'll kind of get into this. Um, just really impressive wing play from DC United in this yeah. game, and to a degree, uh, what what was shown um, between the Philly and Nashville game uh, is that that wing play is going to be uh, super important 
uh, in that coming match, um, especially as they get into that attacking third. Uh, If more of those crosses uh, can find uh, solid contact with with our forward players, um, you know, we we could totally see, uh, you know, three points coming away from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at how well Paredes played, you look how well Roberta played, you look mm-hmm. how well Gressel played as well. I think he's he's been incredibly consistent so far this season. Yeah. He's now got a good striker up top to really aim at and hopefully get a few more assists this season. So it's it's looking promising in my eyes. Very promising. So yeah. speaking of promising, do we want to get into the Philadelphia Union match uh, he- heading up in a, the next couple of weekends? I think I think we should. Um, so the Philadelphia game is coming up not this weekend. Um, it is coming up uh, the following weekend, as uh, you just rightly said there. Um, 17th of July over in the States. It's the 18th of July here in the UK because it is... Um, after midnight um so this is a dcu after dark again for us um so saturday evening sunday morning for us kickoff is uh 1938 um in the evening um over on the east coast and it is 38 minutes past midnight for us over here in the uk uh, to be exact um it should be streamed live on dc night uh, dot com forward slash stream be on NBC Sports Washington um, and I think it is on free sports over here in the UK as well I'd have yeah. to double check on that one but um, I know we've got a few games coming up where they are being shown live on free to air TV so, which is great so yeah. all my UK buddies can uh, join in and watch the uh, game along with me and um, if you have ESPN Plus you know uh, I guess that you know yeah, uh, yeah. That, that is a great way to catch those games uh, and especially just general MLS action uh, is is yeah that's where yeah. you can catch it if you're not in the DC area definitely or if you're um, afraid with uh, VPNs go yeah. for it yeah um, so head to head wise um, it doesn't look great on paper for us um, Philadelphia have won 16 uh, of the games we've won 10 of the games and we've tied yeah. 6 of them so it is very difficult um, for us against Philadelphia we never had had a good record against them uh, recent form though for Philadelphia uh, they've had 1 loss in the last 5 games they've won 2 and uh, drawn 2 however for us we've won 3 lost 1 and drawn 1 so we're looking good Um We've only beaten them once in the last eight games. Um, that was a 2-1 win back in June of 2019. Um, not the time when I came out to uh, DC um, in 2018. That was a disappointing 2-0 defeat. Yes. Um, but there we go, that's that. Um, the 2021 league record for Philadelphia so far is they've played 12, won 5, drawn 4, lost 3, um, obtained 19 points. Um, and we've played 12, won 5, drawn one and lost six and we've got 16 points so there's only three points between us uh we've got a better goal difference correct me if i'm wrong on that one or is it one goal in it i think two goals uh it's 15 to 17 but like i said scratch the toronto game you're looking at 15 to 10 uh goals for yeah um but we need to count that Toronto game because it's happened. We scored True. seven, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to take every little bit. I can't out with this. Um, it's going to be tricky. It, we've always not. It's always been tricky in Philadelphia. Um, 
it's a tough place to go. It's right on the river. Um, they have that stand which allows you to see the the bridge. It's a magnificent view. Um, it's a fantastic yeah. uh, park. I, I, I really enjoy it. Uh, uh, went to a game uh, with a buddy of mine. Um, it, like you said, beautiful scene uh and and those philly fans get loud so yeah um it is it is a tough place to go to and i think um gosh you know philly just uh is a different breed um just a different mentality and i think that's just something that really uh gets in people's heads uh when they go there so they uh will have a really tough game uh on the road against uh new york um they will you know just had a tough game uh a one nil defeat against nashville yeah. uh former player of theirs cj sapong uh came through scored that lone goal uh but what i will say is that um there uh they had some trouble on the wings um let me see if i can find where that is uh their winger um Oh gosh, I can't. I, I <laughs> they have a winger who who uh, played really well and uh, you know had three really key passes. Um, Not, uh, Randall Leal. Leal, yes, yes. Uh, had three key passes uh, that were very threatening. Um, he completed like uh, over seventy-five or eighty percent of his passes. Eight, um, nearly eighty percent of his passes. I, I, I've got your notes here. Yeah. So he he you know that is the key with uh, Philadelphia is that um, you know they can be torched on the wings. So I think that's something they're going to have to account for uh, when they play DC. Now yeah. DC, you know. It, if they can get that scoring consistent again, um, they can, you know, do the same thing, but it's going to yeah. be tough. It's going to be something that they'll have to grind out. But unfortunately I just, I, I will give uh, Philadelphia the edge um, in that match. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I mean, I've seen you, I've seen your match prediction and I'm not yes. happy about it in the slightest. Um, but you know, it is one of those things. You you you're back on that bandwagon of being a disappointing Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. And, I, and I, here's I the to... thing. I, yeah, I, I you know what? If if at the end of the year I I end up in that Spurs jersey, I'll absolutely take that. Um, you know, I would I would much rather have uh, you know, kind of a realistic view, or I don't know. I you know I the the team needs to like you know just find that edge and and yeah. that is just a huge thing for them uh and like i said you know losada is definitely changing the culture there uh and and really sharpening up those players uh between you know the fitness and diet changes he's made for them yep. and just the overall philosophy that he's brought in like you said uh they they are in a very different place now than they were at the start of the season just yep. uh fitness wise uh and just with their mentality and maybe we'll see more of what they did against uh toronto so uh, you know i will be more than happy if that you know to see that happen um but i still think this is a team that you know is just a, a couple years out uh from being like a a top level contender for the cup okay okay so let's hear you. your match prediction yeah so my match prediction coming in Oh yes, coming in, coming in cold because it's not a hot take. 
<laughs> it might be a hot, you know. We'll, I mean, we'll it could be a hot take for all we know right now. But. <laughs> uh, so I, I really think it's going to be a two-one DC United defeat. Um, I, I, I am just going to give Philadelphia the edge, just uh, having home field advantage. Yeah. I think you know, it's it's all going to depend on how they respond uh, against New Jersey. Yeah. next weekend uh, yes I mean, uh, we, we could we could go on about which new jersey is but you know we know which one it is it's the real new jersey <laughs> so we will you know i i, I may i you know i don't know I, I don't know if i'm confident to lock that in but i think after after the the red bulls game uh i will firmly but for now for now who won philadelphia i mean it's like it's it's, it's on record right now Fair enough. All right, it's locked in. It's locked in. <laughs> oh, I will allow. I will allow it. Allow a change because I'm not. I'm not 100 percent on what I'm actually going to predict. Yeah. Uh, but my initial thoughts is a two-one win for us. I think it's going to be a hell of a tight game. I think it's going to be ridiculously close. Um, we've got a point to prove after they beat us at our place, um, mm-hmm. and it was the fact that we were in, in the middle of that injury crisis as well. When we had the thing likes of uh, John Kempen in goal. We had yeah. a makeshift back line. Um, we our front line wasn't firing on any cylinders at all. So, I think I think we will. Um, the way we've progressed over the last month, I think it's been fantastic to see. We've really come on leaps and bounds. Yes, we got beat by New York City FC, but that's a massive learning point um, on how to do game management and how to end the game when we should have gone for the tie and not gone for the win. We ha- we would have come away with a point on the rows. point is better than nothing. Yeah. But unfortunately, we went for the win and came away with nothing. It's very much like the um, game against Orlando. Um, I don't know whether you remember that game where it was 2-2 in added time and David Alstead went up top. Uh, we went for the win. and that okay. Ro- then when Rooney... They had to sprint all the way back. Made oh, that yep, tack- yep, yep. That, that tackle, yeah. The, all, all you had to say was was the Lucharoo special, and and I'd know exactly what you were saying. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just wanting to describe it in detail. I mean, that beautiful crossfield ball, the the five foot three Lucharoo Acosta leaping like a salmon in at the this air. Point, yeah. At this point, I describe him as two foot one inch <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, I always make that that height just a little bit smaller, and I yeah. always describe Wayne as uh, kicking it all the way from the DC USA in Columbia Heights yeah. over to over to Acosta. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I mean, it was such a great end to a game. Uh, there was absolute scenes on that one, but um, yeah. yeah, for me, I think it's going to be a two-one. Like I said, mainly because there's that little bit of a revenge factor to it um, after okay. getting beat at home. Um, we've come on leaps and bounds since that game, and I think that confidence that we'll have from that seven-one win, um, and the fact that we'll have that still keep that little bit match sharpness thanks to this Capital Cup, I think, I think that's going to put us in good stead. Um, but you're right; it all does depend on how they play against uh, the New Jersey um, Monster Energy Drink, Pink Cows, Pink Cows. That's that's how we that's how we usually go about it. Okay, pink, Red the Bull Pink, cow. pink Cows, yeah. Yeah, pink cows. We'll go with that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we could do it. Um, we've had a uh, match prediction coming in from the chat from Stu. He reckons it's going to be two-two. 
And there is a caveat to this, though. He does say, as long as Kamara doesn't start. Yes. I mean, I see where you've come from on that one. I think I don't see Kamara starting again yeah. this season, genuinely, because the way Roberta is, the way he can hold the ball up, he looks great holding the ball up. Um, he's got some good strength. He's got a cracking finish on him. He's shown that he can finish with both his left foot and his right foot now. Yeah. Um, he's got great movement. He seems to be linking up well with the wingers. Yeah. I genuinely, I see Kamara now being an impact sub rather than being a starter for this club now. So. And, and yeah, and, and <laughs> I, I ruffled some feathers uh, on Reddit earlier today uh, saying that, you know, with, with the next transfer window opening up, uh, you know, I, I, DC has options to sort of offload certain players yeah. and, you know, maybe get just uh, shore up just some tighter talent uh, either. Yeah. On, on those uh, on the attacking end. So, you know, Hey, if, if Kamara can show more gusto, cause yeah, like, you know, yeah. Hey, great scoring, you know, ratio so far to me. Leading in MLS. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, but you got to account for the times where he's looked absolutely lost or um, outside can't can't tell his left foot from his right foot yeah. uh it's it's one of those things you know he he's got to show it yeah. so if he no, keeps the, doing it i think the frustrating factor for for us both i think we we can both agree on is the fact that he does have the talent yeah he just isn't consistent enough and i think that's the the biggest major factor about his game is not consistency yeah yeah so. Now, I, I I guess, you know, unless we have anything else to go into, you know, sort of game-wise. I don't I think so. Have, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I did have a, another point, and this is kind of based on another Reddit conversation that happened I, I okay. say like last week, is that, um, you know, the tifosi uh culture around major league soccer uh has has some really special components and i think dc brings its own flavor i think you know you you've got like just such a, a really tight-knit group of yeah. supporters there's there's been some unrest uh this year yeah. but you know i think all in all like you know it's it's a group that takes care of their own um yeah. but there's there's you know aside from you know uh beer throwing and kind of an, an unfortunate uh chant in in this day and age uh you know what you know what especially like i was kind of looking at what was going on yeah. in uh nashville with uh soccer moses oh which, hilarious that, enough, that is I, great I, I found out is the guitarist from jars of clay which is a band i haven't even thought about in like 15 years no i <laughs> no idea on the side of the pond that is some very like 2003 uh, butt rock is is how we kind of describe butt it. Rock. Butt rock. I said uh, rock like, from your kind of like Creed or puddle of mud. Like like that yeah. whole kind of vibe with the music. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I should be honest, I don't mind that, so I can get on board with that. Yeah, you be yeah, yeah, hey, you know, different strokes. But uh you know, no, that was very cool <laughs> seeing that whole thing. Um 
you know, you have Minnesota that has, uh, you know, the Wonder Wall, uh, yep. you know, the woodcutter up in Portland. Yes. Uh, there's just some cool things here and there. And, you know, is that something? So m- my main question, you know, after that preamble is like, you know, does a soccer team need to have a gimmick to bring, you know, people into the supporter group or, or to sort of make supporter groups more prominent? Or is it really just like one of those things where like uh, is is the real whatever, you know, sort of supporter group, the one that that they have their own thing that they dictate, not necessarily for attention, but it is mm. sort of around the team. I don't think those things are done by the supporter groups. I think that's a collective throughout everyone. Okay, yeah. um, because you look at Columbus Crew and they've got the drilling with, I mean, that, to me, that looks absolutely shocking. I was just yeah. like, I saw that. I was like, oh no, that's. I mean, it's so MLS. It, yeah. These things are very MLS, and that again, it's why we love the league. Um, the the Timber Joey. He, I love Timber Joey. I think he's fantastic, and the the sawing of the timber is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, do we need something? I don't. I, I don't know. I think. I think it's it's one of these things that has to come naturally. Yeah. You can't force this factor, and I. And I think the Columbus Crews drilling thing, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's going to go away fairly soon. I can't see that happening every single no. game. Um, the Because it doesn't, to me, it looks funny, but it doesn't bring a spectacle. Timber Joey does. Because you yeah. hear the chainsaw going and you see the sawdust flying. That's yeah. the spectacle right there. Yeah. The Wonderwall is a spectacle because it's a... F- it's everyone singing Wonderwall. Um, that in itself is a spectacle, but drilling is nothing. So I think for us, the the beer showers is the spectacle. Yeah. I think that's, sure. that is that is DC United all over it, is the beer showers. Um, but, whether that we start throwing kind of, papooses in the air? <laughs> well, you know, and, and sort of I bring that up because of sort of like the unfortunate circumstance uh, that happened a few weeks ago. And exactly. Obviously, yeah. we don't need to get too into no. it, but, you know, maybe the the beer flinging um, is, is something that maybe should be outmoded at, at a certain point or something. Yeah. But, you know, th- among sort of like the more jokey uh, responses in this tr- Twitter or uh, Reddit thread, you know, of, you know, there needs to be a binding resolution or something or something legislative. That's not necessarily D.C. And, and every yeah. time or, you know, when I think of D.C., it's not necessarily Capitol Hill. It is. Um, and, and this ties with the best response was uh, go-go music and specifically Rare Essence. And uh, just when you walk around D.C., mm. you know, either at night or I want to say it's that intersection of North Cap and uh, uh, Florida Avenue, where, where that uh, T-Mobile store is. They always have the uh, uh, go-go music playing through the speaker there. Um, the, there is a um, just a special thing to that. And, and that was my, one of my favorite just little joys uh, walking mm-hmm. through D.C. at times. Uh, either hearing the uh, drummers playing on the um, plastic containers uh you know after games or whatever or you know just sort of randomly playing around town um there's there's a certain beat uh that goes with it and once you hear it like it's unmistakable Mm. and there's something so intrinsically dc about that and hearing that i was like yeah that is such a good response because that is just such a, a dc thing and you know 
not to call it a gimmick or anything, but like that is that, you know, if, if, you know, after all my years living in DC, like that is something I remember most of all. And, okay. and probably something like, I don't know when, when that type of music is brought up uh, it's, it's sort of like hot dogs on a grill or something like I get that sort of sense. Like I don't even, the music doesn't even have to be playing, but like if someone mentions go, go, I, I, just instinctively hear it in my head yeah and i'm like man that is that's like the thing um so yeah i don't know and i that is something i would love to see the team do is to acknowledge that part of dc uh but you know i'm curious about your end you know what's what's like the middlesbrough uh sort of is that or is that something that doesn't really exist in in english soccer i mean there's things that each team do there's there's something there is always something unique about each club. Yeah. Um, but in terms of that kind of style, there really isn't anything. Uh, I mean, Millsborough is known for its smog. Yeah. So there was a, there was a time when, um, I mean, it wasn't even us who, who were doing that as fans. It was the op- uh, opposing fans that would come to the stadium in hazmat suits. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, that's good. That, that is hilarious. It's the banter. I think that's what sets English yeah. football apart. Is is you know, it's the uh, chance that we come anymore, out with like that whole you know the the con response. You only sing on when you're winning. Um, yeah. I mean, there's so you many. You ain't great... got no history. You got no history like uh, that. We're, that's... we're talking about Spurs on that one, right? Yeah, or or Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> well. Or even I, City. Or even City. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this. It's. It's the chance, um, and it's not always directed at the opposing fans. There's chance that we direct at the stewards. Um, yeah. There was one which I remember seeing, which is um, one of the stewards looking like Boris Johnson, um, and there was a chant about that, and it's just like, oh, what on earth? There's, <laughs> there's chance towards police officers as well. Um, now, wow. just jokey ones about yeah. uh, pregnant women um, taking a wee in the policeman's hat because that is legal. That, that, uh-huh. that, this is a, this is a fact for you. Oh uh, boy! About Britain um, is I, I, th- I think it's still true. Is that if a pregnant woman needs to relieve herself, and there's a policeman who's wearing his traditional big hat, she's allowed to take it off him and we in that hat. I there there's yep. a story behind that because obviously that that has an origin, but that is. Uh, I'd imagine there is. I don't know what it is, but that is legal in this country. That's, uh, you know, I mean, we can we can get into the weird laws that exist in the United States. In fact, you know, it was one of those things that Wayne Rooney got arrested because he got a little tipsy coming yeah. home to uh, uh, Dulles Airport, and um, I, I think probably probably told uh, a police officer uh, to yeah. do something. Yeah. Call, 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 throw out the hard W on yeah. him. <laughs> but it's, it's just one of, it's one of those things which there yeah. is, there's lines that you can cross over here yeah. in the UK um, with, with people and we'll get it and we know you're joking. Yeah. And I think that's where the difference is between the two countries is the fact that those lines are in different places. For sure. Um, and yeah, where really did you you have it. you have boobies and f bombs on television, basic cable, and that as, is as long as it's after nine p.m. Right, <laughs> the watershed. 
That's what we call it. We call it the watershed hour. As long as it's after 9 p.m., it's pretty much anything goes. It really is. And that was it's the great. wildest thing. Oh, it was so good. Oh, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, there's there are some things you can't do on TV. Um, there's actually a YouTube video I was watching. And it was incredibly bizarre, the things that you can't do on television over here. But that's for another podcast because we're not talking about football anymore. We're talking about weird and wonderful wars of the UK and the USA. Yes. Um, I did notice they put down on the show notes about um, sort of uh, road trips, um, obviously to yeah. Philly, Screaming Eagles. Um, if, if we want, if we're that. ready to close this out, we um, are. Yes. Just yes, part of uh, the closing, and you know, uh, these are always fun, and and I guess I I sort of say this, you know, obviously uh, supporter group members uh, are already in the know, but even for non-members, uh, there are periodic road trip tickets yeah. available. And that is coming up for the uh, Philadelphia game. So the Screaming Eagles are loading up a bus. Uh, for members and non-members, it is $50. And this includes the ride and the ticket to and, to and from. Uh, but members get a $22 discount uh, or a refund uh, yeah. off that $50. Um, and so if anyone is sort of interested in, in seeing what that is like taking those road trips and they're really fun. Uh, I've, I've been on a couple of those. Uh, so that can be, uh, found at sestore.net and they have a disclaimer about mask wearing mandatory on the bus, unless you're eating or drinking. Um, which yeah, those, to be honest, are... you're probably drinking all the way. So you're not going to be wearing <laughs> <Yeah>. the mask. <laughs> So, you know, that those are those are really fun. So if you're not a supporter group member, uh definitely check that out because those are those are great times to, you know, bond with, you know, sort of like minded folks. Indeed. Um just one other thing before we do the final close up, um there was some news that came out in the UK today about international travel. Oh boy. Oh boy. Buckling up now. Yes, yeah. Book yourselves in because it is a bit of a roller coaster ride this one, unfortunately. Yeah. So oh the good news is, um, well, obviously I'm double vaxxed now. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously great news. Um, and when you're double vaxxed now, you know how we like our little uh, traffic light system of the uh, green, amber, red. Um, those who travel to a uh, green and amber countries do not have to quarantine on their return. Oh, very nice. However. Oh, boy. You guys are not allowing us into your country. Oh, really? Oh, this is a Biden thing then, isn't it? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, so you, you you totally have the green light, you know, if if you could, but you have it on your, you're from your country, but yeah. we are. You won't let, you, you won't let us in. I'd have to go somewhere else for two weeks. <laughs> and then fly to the USA. Yeah. And then I'll be all right. But yeah. Um, so as it stands at the moment, um, I mean, to be fair, I still need to sum out my passport because that expired ages ago. Um, mm. But yeah, as it stands at the moment, we've got the green light over this side um, from the 19th of July, I want to say, a week on Monday. Um, yeah. That's our Freedom Day when we can uh, do our strong, brave heart impression and go, Freedom! <laughs> um, and we're allowed out the... All the rules are relaxed. There's no mandatory mask wearing. Um, there's not. There's no rules on limits on people in venues or anything like that. It's just still can't drink on the tube though. Still, I mean, yeah, 
I mean, that's always been a get. Yeah. yeah, don't drink it on the tube. I was in London. I, I think I've told this story, but I was in London on the very last day before Boris Johnson completely put the kibosh on that, and that was that was a fantastic little time. Yes, that was back when he was mayor of London. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's now the prime minister, and everybody hates him still. <laughs> so let's wrap things up on that For on sure. that bombshell. Um, so Daniel. Tell the good yeah. folks out there where they can find you. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at S Dakota Soccer. Uh, if you're a DC United fan or Arsenal, I'm very much uh, up for talk and shop on that. Or if you're brand new to soccer, you got burning questions about, hey, I see all these guys on the TV. What are they doing? What's the point? I got some resources for you. Uh, so, so check out my Twitter. I got a link to my blog, uh, soccer made simple on there. got some really nice articles that cover the culture and business and strategy of soccer. So you can become an expert through me. There you go. Free. What a deal. What a deal. Become an expert in, in soccer or as we like to call over this side of the pond football. Um, and for me, if you're following me on Twitter, thank you very much. But if you're not, it's at DC United Kingdom. Um, it's the same for uh, Facebook and Instagram, just at FC at the end. So at DC United Kingdom FC. Um, if you want to buy some lovely merch, I will do a little demonstration. I have a lovely flag over behind me on the sofa. Um, you don't have to buy that. I mean, if you did, fantastic. Thank you very much. And take it to a DC United match. Why not? Um, but there is T-shirts. There's mugs. I need to get some set dressing myself. You I need feel to get bad. something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll sort that out at some point. Um, but yes, there's lots of merch on there. You can even get yourself a pint glass. Because, you know, Very why not? Get yourself a DC UK pint glass. Take that to the game. I don't think you'd be allowed in, but take it with you. <laughs> can you imagine that? Um, I'm here for the game. Uh, so what's that in your bag, on your hand? It's a, it's a pint glass. Um, so you're not allowed to bring that in. I'm like, oh anyway um but yes there's loads of merch on there so feel free go check that out the link should be in the description below um and if you want to become a dc uk member like there's 40 of us in the group now um like daniel over damn it there did it wrong um he is a dc uk member so come and join us um we have a twitter group if you want to join in that or not you're more than welcome to come and join us i'll, I'll try and keep everyone up to date on a monthly basis um because, you know, why not? Um, it's free to join. There is a paid a paid tier for it, and that does help towards producing the show, producing the website, and all the great content that I do give you guys. Um, but this is the end of Season 3, Episode 16 of the DC UK podcast. Um, and if you're not already, feel free to... Uh, there we go. Get the up on screen. Give this video a like, subscribe, and hit the bell for any future episodes. And until next time... Vamos United. We're coming for you, Philly. <laughs> <laughs>